Looking for an assist with your credit card, but you can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Good day, sweet world, and welcome to an emergency edition of the No Dunks Podcast. It's Saturday, July 1st, 2023. Happy Canada Day to everyone out there. Happy birthday to my wife. I got you a Damian Lillard requesting a trade. I didn't even wrap it. Uh, I'm Skeets here in the yard. Alongside me, as always, we got Tass Mellis there. What's up, Tassie? What's up, everybody? And hey, that's the bearded one, Top Shot Hot Boy, Trey Kirby. Hey, y'all. Hey, hey yo. <laughs> oh, yeah. Here we are. Trailblazer star Damian Lillard has requested a trade out of Portland. Woj says the Heat, Clippers, and 76ers are three teams that will have interest in exploring trades for Lillard. The Blazers are expected to value deals that would bring them back young players and draft assets. Uh, but here it is, Tess. Didn't take long after the start of free agency for Damian Lillard to finally say, okay, trade me. Your thoughts? <laughs> yeah, here we are. Um, let's do some quick math. Yeah, 18 hours after free agency started, people saying, why didn't it happen before free agency began so you didn't have to give Jeremy Grant a monstrous contract? I say screw that idea. Damian Lillard is not an advisor to the Portland Trailblazers. He doesn't need to do anything but play basketball, work his ass off, and he's done that for a long time. Unfortunately, they haven't been able to build up a winner, and so the timing, yeah, kind of sucks for Joe Cronin. I get that. Uh, But at the same time, he's given a lot to that team, so... I guess the writing was on the wall a couple weeks ago when we discussed the interview that he was having with Brian Custer, and he said, oh yeah, Miami Heat, that's a, that's a nice destination for me. That'd be all right. And uh, here we are. I mean, this, that interview told it all. Trey, we talked about this. I don't know. Was it the start of this past week? I think it was when Task wasn't there. I can't remember. It may have been the week before, but we talked about that meeting that Joe Cronin had with Damian Lillard, and it was all like, yeah, we're good, we're going to move forward, and you and I, correct me if I'm wrong, we're like, bullshit, this is complete bullshit, this is them, wisely, probably working together, to at least right now make it seem like, hey, we're cool, we're kosher, yeah, we drafted Scoot Henderson with the number three pick, but we can make all of this work, but we were like, really? Come on, and you think that's what's going on? They're probably exploring deals here, and for whatever reason, don't want to announce it yet. And then they wait for free agency to start. Jeremy Grant gets the bag. Did Dame get his guy the money and then just say, okay, now move me? And is it to the Miami Heat? Um, But I think we got that one right. Yeah, it seems something else was cooking here because I don't think it's a coincidence that Lillard's trade request comes after the new 
cap year starts when Tyler Hero's big deal finally kicks in as a tradable salary on for matching purposes. So, uh, yeah, it appears uh, something else was at foot. Uh, Rich Paul was getting a lot of love yesterday for getting his clients huge contracts, but I think we should maybe give Damian Lillard a little love here as well. Holding the trade request just long enough for Jeremy Grant to go an absolutely massive bag. And then for Dame to say, okay, actually, here's what the real plan is. Uh, I'm surprised it happened just because it's surprising that Lillard finally came through with the trade request. But like Tass said, ever since that interview, it seemed like more of a possibility because Lillard cracked the door open just a tiny bit for the first time ever. And once the door was open... He started looking through the other side, and he liked what he saw. Yeah. <laughs> when he was saying Bam was his dog, and Mikhail Bridges was his dog, and, oh, look at that. Those are two of the teams that are conveniently linked to a potential Damian Lillard trade. Though, I mean, it feels like, Tass, after what happened yesterday, uh, and when we were doing our live free agency show last night, Heat weren't doing a lot of moves where they were bringing back on salary. You know, Gabe Vincent to the Lakers. Struess ends up happening in a sign-and-trade three-team deal where he's going to Cleveland. They traded Oladipo. Uh, They had, like, really no one left in the backcourt, and all of that felt like, hmm, yeah, they are waiting probably here for Damian Lillard. So it feels like right now, 99%, that's the destination that Dame's going to end up. But I know you've been working the trade machine here for the last little bit. Well, first, before we get into trades, uh, actually, a, a good point brought up by the stream team. Some smart people watching here. July 6th is the date that the contracts like Jeremy Grant's can become official. It is a bit of a dirty move, but why can't Joe Cronin just pull that contract out from under the pen of Jeremy Grant as he's about to sign that thing? I mean, it's, it's happened before. Technically could. There, yep. There's been verbal agreements and then, ah, nah, this ain't going to work. So I suppose there's that possibility there for the Blazers, which yesterday Trey questioned the, the deal, 32 mil for a guy who's never been an all-star. He's almost been a borderline all-star, as I said. It was a bad deal then for some. I get mm-hmm. it. If you can't get a number two where Jeremy Grant's an actual number three, now it's even worse. Uh, so... That's that's an interesting part of this whole thing. What do you think about that, Trey? Any possibility that Joe Cronin and the Blazers would say, uh, "Hold up, hold up, hold up. Can we uh, can we revise that contract at least, or like Tess said, even rip it up in front of his face and say, "Hey, we thought Dave was maybe still going to be here." What's your take? Uh, I think it's hard enough to get free agents in Portland that they don't need the complication of tearing up a huge deal uh, thrown in the mix as well. I would think it's almost more likely that Jeremy Grant decides, I don't want to go through another rebuilding situation. That's why I left Detroit in the first place. Uh, So maybe he says, I want to go somewhere that we're actually trying to win. I think that's unlikely as well. I think he's going to be the vet for the young guys coming up next because now he's the highest paid guy on the team and there's a lot of low contracts on that team since it's going to be a lot of rookie guys on, on their first deals in Scoot and Sharp. Obviously, Simons is getting paid now, but the Jeremy Grant deal takes up a larger percentage of their cap, but the big part of it is on its way out. Yeah, and I'm seeing here Shams about 20 minutes ago um, saying what we all know. Uh, the Blazers have been informed that Lillard wants a trade specifically to the Eastern Conference champion Miami Heat. Now, he doesn't have a, a no-trade clause. It's not Beal here. I mean, in theory, uh, the Blazers' task could 
trade him to some other team that he doesn't want to go to, but it doesn't feel like that's going to be the case here. Uh, it's like, okay, let's make the make it work with Miami. And I don't know if you have uh, sort of a breakdown of what you think that could look like. Trey's right. You'd assume Tyler Hero is a big, big part of that. And then, you know, maybe their pick this year, maybe Jovic and a bunch of these future first-round picks and potentially a swap. Is that what we're looking at here? I know we had a, a few templates because this <laughs> this has been going on for a while. The hero part is... I could go either way on that because they they are building their team around Scoot Henderson now, a guy who needs to have the ball in his hands, and Shaden Sharp beside him. Yeah, you need good NBA players. You want one back. Uh, but that's why I think this could expand into a three-way. Okay. Uh, there, there's some possibilities. I think if you can if you can include the Philly to the Clippers move – sorry, the, the Harden to the Clippers move within this baby, uh, I think – I mean, it's – it's tough. It's tough to make it all work. Um, but I think maybe that's how the Blazers can expand picks and players and all that. But what was the first? Let's get, let's just get back to basics. What was the first template Blazers heat uh, that we had? Well, I would say about a week ago, it was something like Damian Lillard to Miami, of course, for Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson, Jovic, the draft rights to uh, Jaime Jaquez, the number 18 pick in the draft. And then a 28 first round pick, uh, a 30 first round pick, and then like a pick swap in 29. I think that was like a a, a working frame here for uh, for a potential deal. Uh, the framework is all right. It's a lot like what was reportedly offered for Bradley Beal before right. Bradley Beal said, "Hell nah, uh, I'm going to the Phoenix Suns." <laughs> and so uh, that that. Two picks and what was then like, you know, Duncan Robinson um, and maybe Kyle Lowry, maybe Tyler Hero. That pick has now been, con- or it, it has been chosen, one of those picks, into Jaime Jaquez and then that other first-round pick. Yeah, that sounds exactly like that Bradley Beal package that they were willing to offer back then. So that could be the best thing that they get. Two first-round picks, essentially. It's it's I guess a, a first-round pick isn't as sexy after they make the pick, uh, but... Yeah, and and at the best, a hero. I mean, with this this ain't twelve months ago. They're not going to get an incredible package. And then the Blazers deal, and I remember presenting this to Trey, and you thought this was a maybe the more enticing one from Portland side of things. It was. It be obviously now. Joe Harris was a part of the equation. He's on. He's on Detroit now. So take him out. But it was like Dinwiddie and Royce O'Neal as players. There would need to be more salary. And then basically all the Suns picks, which the Nets have. 25 first round pick, 27 first round pick, 29 first round pick, which is top three protected, that last one. Uh, and so you're betting on the Suns just being brutal, I guess, uh, you know, four or five, six years down the line. Uh, and you, again, Trey, you, I remember at the time thought that one was maybe a little more enticing to Portland, uh, the direction they would go. But this was before the Jeremy Grant signing, so I don't know if that changes your Also mind. true. Also true. Yeah, uh, yeah like, here, hey, we got, we got Jeremy Grant. Let's bring in Dorian Finney-Smith, like a Jeremy Grant Jr. Uh, a little right, bit. So right. that doesn't make a ton of sense. But I do like the idea of getting those Suns picks that are so far out in the future. That's a team that is obviously very top-loaded right now. Uh, we don't have any idea what they're going to look like during their run, let alone what it looks like afterwards. Those could be really, really good picks. It also doesn't make a ton of sense to me just from a team-building perspective. 
to bring in Tyler Hero when you already have Anthony Simons. They play very similar games, not to mention Scoot Henderson is the guy you're going to want to have the ball long-term anyways. So there's a little overlap there, but yeah, I mean, maybe we prefer the Nets, but if Damian Lillard prefers the Heat, I think the Heat, it feels like are going out of their way to acquiesce to whatever Dame is asking for here. Yeah, because it feels like they've been setting this up for weeks, if not months at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, hearing the rumblings that uh, he's maybe intrigued about coming to Miami. And, you know, Pat Riley always going to be aggressive in, in trying to get uh, a star. And one that, in theory, sort of fits sort of great with their two guys in Butler and Bam. I mean, they need a punch of scoring uh, in some of these close games. And, you know, Damian Lillard can obviously give that to you. Tra- Taz, can you go back to this... Uh, you know, spitballing of uh, a three-team deal where you're telling uh, me Maury's going to try man. and butt in here and, <laughs> and what, move Harden in addition to Dame going to Miami or would that be Dame going to Philadelphia? What's, what's your take on well, it? Well, yeah, we need, a, we need a group spitball here because I'm working on it here on Fanspo. I, I think <laughs> that it, it could be done. I know uh, I'm playing... I'm playing couch GM here, but uh, I, I, yeah, I think instead of, yeah, Harden can sneak in here. I think Maury can sneak in here, throw him to the Clippers uh, because that's, that's his destination. We all know that's going to happen. That's, that seems even more inevitable than Lillard going to the heat. So uh, yeah, basically uh, the Blazers could get more picks that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, um, you know, from a, from a Clippers as well. Yeah, basically that's the extent of it. And then, uh, and then, you know, if you get the Clippers happy, um, well, you're, they're getting hard enough. If the Blazers get happy, then maybe the, the 76ers can get some additional piece as well. Uh, I know we were discussing, you know, they have to give up James Harden. What's the best thing that they're going to get if they're just dealing directly with the Clippers? We're debating Norm Powell, Terrence Mann, mm-hmm. uh, one of those type pieces. Uh, you know, I don't know if the, if the Blazers are willing to move Anthony Simons, but I don't know. This could just this just could be crazy. Uh, that's all I'm saying. Uh, I, I don't know if it's just a straight up like it, it, that isn't the most sec- the sexiest package. Uh, if if we think the sexiest package is a couple first round picks from the Heat and a Duncan Robinson, um, if they don't want Tyler Hero, so I don't know. I'm just just. This is hard. More than two teams is hard uh, to work at. Philadelphia should absolutely be trying to get in on Lillard. They have picks they can trade way in the future. They've already traded their 2025 pick to the Thunder, 2027 to Brooklyn. So they're looking way out, 2029, and maybe pick swaps in between. But I guess the pitch they're saying is you get James Harden for a year, and then his contract is off the books, which is different than Hero and Robinson and Lowry, guys who might have longer money if Portland wants to get back to their rebuild right away, kind of the same way the Wizards are just clearing the books starting from zero. Maybe that's enticing, but also uh, I don't know if you love James Harden coming in to tutor Scoot Henderson right away. That's a risky proposition. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, Philadelphia... and Daryl Morey are obviously going to be on the phone because they have some things they can trade here and a disgruntled superstar as well. Doesn't Portland have a bunch of strip clubs uh, <laughs> in relation to the size of it, like per capita? Oh, yeah. That's yeah, a huge number. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, maybe Harden would be intrigued by that. Uh, I, I think Morey is obviously trying, like I said, to butt into this, but this is this to me is going to be, yeah, Harden to the Clippers in a Philadelphia-LA deal and then 
Miami, yeah. uh, Portland with Dame going ultimately here uh, to the Heat because like this is where you want this is he's telling them I only want to go here. I saw M dot Brown, a very funny follow on Twitter. Even though fuck, I think Twitter's down right now. What's going on, Musk? Bad timing on that one. He tweeted, uh, you know, talking like he was Damian Lillard. I want out. Yep. Right after you gave a role player $160 million. Oh, and I want to go to the Eastern Conference. Dot, dot, dot. Champions. But I don't want them to give up anyone who isn't white. Cool? Cool. (laughs) So, yeah, Dame uh, trying to uh, just perfectly play this, I guess, in getting to the Eastern Conference champions as he goes after his his first ring. I thought that was a very funny tweet from at m.brown. Yeah, and, you know, looking back on it, I didn't uh, catch any Brian Windhorst memes, but if you look at the moves that the Heat made last night, they made none. Everybody left. They went to the NBA Finals, and they lost their starting backcourt. Now, why would they do that? Mm-hmm. Unless they thought they had something else in the bag, and adding Lillard to the Miami Heat, it feels okay, I think, from all standpoints, right? It's like, Lillard is going there... He who's the number one? Probably still Jimmy Butler, since he's established there, and that's a team that just exudes Jimmy Butler energy behind him. Um, but also, he's going to carry a huge load on the offensive end. It feels like he is a missing piece for them that could actually take them over the top. And the Heat haven't been a dominant team in the Eastern Conference. They've made two finals appearances. They went to another conference finals. They did lead the lead, or the Eastern Conference in wins last season. But it's not like they've been blowing away the East, right? It feels like uh, an acceptable move, like he's not just joining up with the latest super team. So I think uh, it makes sense from all standpoints. Yeah, Trey, you gave us a great impersonation there. But I'll do you one better. I forgot we had this here. There he is. uh, In the yard. What was going on in Miami last night? What was going on when all of these guys were leaving and nobody was coming to the Eastern Conference champs? It feels... Like Dame time in South Beach, and he gets to play with his dog. Him and Bam, just the best of buds. But you're right, Trey. Where, like, even Brooklyn. Okay, Damian Lillard goes to Brooklyn, and like we like we just went through. They could put together like a somewhat decent deal if you're really focusing on picks. How good is Portland gonna be? Like, I mean, they'd be like it starts to feel like they might just be <laughs> the Blazers. Of the East, a little bit better for sure. How good is Mikhail Brooklyn Bridges and Cam? What's that? How good is Brooklyn going to be? Yeah, sorry, yeah. did I say that backwards? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, not a, not a title contender, like obviously Dame, Jimmy, and Bam are. If those three are there, those are your three guys in an Eastern Conference. I mean, you have a chance, chance, chance to to go very far, if not win the whole thing. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but you can't get a hold of anyone. Luckily, with 24-7, U.S.-based, live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Call 1-800-DIRECTV. 
Claim based on total games carried on sports networks. Sports availability varies by zip code and requires choice package. Terms and restrictions apply. Been doing a bunch of retirement planning stuff lately. So I've had documents flying in and out the mailbox. A lot of signatures, both analog and digital. A lot of phone calls, a lot of stamps. Got to get my long-term future straight. Yeah. Let me tell you, Skeets. The things we build our future around are the things worth protecting. Making an estate plan now means gaining security of your assets and peace of mind for you and your loved ones. Watch your assets. With Trust and Will, you can create and manage a custom estate plan starting at just $199. Go to trustandwill.com slash nodunks for 10% off plus free document shipping. Trust and Will's website is simple to use and the process is straightforward. In no time, you'll have peace of mind that your assets and wishes are secure with easy access and control of your estate planning. Each will or trust is state-specific and customized to your needs, whether it be care wishes, nomination guardians, final arrangements, or power of attorney. It's easy to ensure your family and loved ones avoid lengthy, expensive legal proceedings or the state deciding what happens to your assets. Secure your assets and protect your loved ones with trust and will. Get 10% off plus free shipping of your estate plan documents by visiting trustandwill.com slash nodunks. That's 10% off and free shipping at trustandwill.com slash nodunks. And then the Clippers, I just keep coming back like, because Woj did say that, that they're interested in Damian Lillard. Okay, yeah, you pair him up with Kawhi and Paul if everybody plays and they're healthy. Sure, that's obviously uh, three elite guys, but they they want young talent back. They want, you know... Draft capital back. I know they have a little bit to play with the Clippers do, but what young talent do they have on the team? I mean, it's it's like Bones Highland and Boston Jr. And then Terrence Mann, who's not even that young as we've gone over. It's like, I just don't see that one being realistic. Dane going to the Clippers, Taz. Yeah, I mean, they will go all in on anything that they can possibly get. (laughs) I mean, they are, they're all in. And it, I guess it's difficult for them to pull out and say, uh, we're trading Kawhi and Paul George right now when they are literally at the end of this championship hopeful window. I mean, the the window's closing, that's for sure. It's a crack open, and that's why James Harden was going to come in and help out if they could get him there to kind of open the, the window. But yeah, amongst like all the teams that have a shot, the Clippers shot, it doesn't feel real. And so I, I, I'm with you. I, I thought that they could be a Blazers-type team where they just blow the thing up and decide Paul George has some value, let's trade it. Uh, but it's it, it ain't happening. It just, it's just not happening 12 months before they go into their new arena. And so... That's right, Tass. Yeah. They have seats to fill and shitters to be shattered. <laughs> Toilet seats to warm. That's right. Uh, yeah, they need all the butts possible. What is it, 500? <laughs> they need so many butts because they have yeah. so many toilets in this new stadium. I always stadium. forget, yeah, when they, uh, they break it down, Balmer breaks it down. He breaks it down by toilet, urinal, there's a there's a toilet toilet and urinal breakdown as well, right? I think or so, it just, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, you can't put a butt on a urinal unless you're disgusting. Uh, so <laughs> I just wanted to. Good point. Yeah, that's a really good point by me. Glad um, everybody tuned in for that point. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but and, yeah, at the beginning, at the beginning, uh, Shams' uh, initial report was that the Nets were interested, along with the Miami Heat, uh, but our man D.A. David Aldridge. He shot that down. 
He said, that's a worse idea than sitting on a urinal. No, he said, <laughs> uh, there is no other team besides Miami, per source. Nets are not in the equation at present. Lillard's focus is on the heat. And so that kind of goes back to what you're saying, Skeets, about Lillard sort of dictating where he's going. And uh, the the Sixers may be pushing to get into into this, but I don't know. It's starting to feel a little like the Bradley Beal situation where Lillard's going to pick where he wants to go, even without a no-trade clause. Uh, so... I don't know. I, I don't know. Uh, I mean, the, the Heat did have some things to offer, and so maybe the, the package will be will be decent enough uh, without having to, to throw a third team in there. But, yeah, it's, this is a top 75 player that's going to garner back probably, at the most, two first-round picks, potentially Tyler Hero and Duncan Robinson, uh, which that's the going rate, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I want to find out about this meeting and like we started this whole thing with like was there any lying going on here i mean again i i'm doubtful there was i think this was them trying to keep everything sort of uh uh under wraps trying to uh, appear like everything was okay to again help their chances of of when they went to it get better deals and get maybe multiple teams interested whatever or did damian lillard the man that speaks about loyalty nonstop? Like, did he, like, play Cronin here at all? Like, was he, like, convincing enough? Like, no, no, I'll give you a couple weeks at least to, like, see what we can do here. Like, that was weird. I thought you maybe should have traded the number three pick. Okay, you don't want to because Scoot fell to you. I get it. Um, but let's see what you can do in free agency. Okay, you signed Jeremy Grant. Uh, okay, that's a lot of money, but, you know, who cares? Not my money. Let's go. I love this guy. I wanted him here in the first place. And then just, like, turn around and say, nah, I'm out. Trade me now. Or was... What we thought, Trey, was like, this has really probably been going on for weeks. I mean, I, I can't wait to find out if we ever do. Yeah, I think we speculated that Dame would hold off as long as possible just so that it would keep the Trailblazers' leverage up. And I guess it, that was the case until the next cap year kicked in and, you know, some contracts changed and they could see a better landscape of things. Uh, but yeah, we could go back to that meeting. We could go back to Paris, ask that DJ what he knew. Is that why you played Miami? Did Dane drop a dime at that time? Did we already know way back when? <laughs> How long has Dane Willard known he was going to yeah. go to the Miami Heat? Oh, you're saying Dane maybe requested Miami yeah. to be played. It's like, turn this on, mm -hmm. I'm going live. Talk to the DJ. Wow, <laughs> people still do that? I thought you had to respect the DJ. You not go up and ask for songs anymore. It used to be a thing back in the day. That's a great point. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, so I guess we just wait and see now what type of deal this is. If you are convinced uh, it, it is him going to Miami. Unless you're right, Tess. Unless a third team gets in here and there's some other pieces going around, other picks going back to Portland, other young promising player going to Portland. I guess it's possible. But, um, man, if, if the guy is saying, I only want to go to that team, <laughs> then... Man, you're not helping out the Portland Trailblazers by doing that. But you look around, where else is he really going to go? And for what? Especially after free agency. Yes. Um, but at the same time, Blazers got to do what's best for them. And if they can get a third team in there, he could end up uh, on the 76ers. Yeah, it's crazy. It is crazy with Harden uh, going to the Clippers and then the, the Clippers and, and Sixers having to throw everything they can to, to the Blazers. If that's the best deal Croden could do, he's got to do it. 
Is there a deal where, yeah, he can get to the Clippers? If that's the best deal that Corona can do, he can do it. I mean, uh, he, Lillard doesn't have a trade, cl- no trade clause. And if there's any guy that I trust his loyalty, it's probably that guy. Um, I, I, I don't think he knew, but he was definitely thinking about it when he did open the door and say, oh, yeah, I like that team. Oh, yeah, I like that team. Um, but you can't just let him dictate where you where you're sending him mm-hmm. um, unless it's, you know, comparable packages, which which very well could be. It's not like the Clippers have a ton of stuff to trade. Uh, it's not like, uh, you know, they have, like you said, a can't miss prospect. No. Brandon Boston, Terrence Mann, unfortunately, I'm on the Terrence Mann train, but it did not work out in 22-23 at all, really. And then, yeah, it's, so it's it, it's same thing with the Sixers. They ain't giving up Maxi. They shouldn't give up Maxi. They absolutely should not. So it could be the Heat because it could just be comparable type stuff for a couple of first round picks. And if we're if we're just saying best player available, it's probably Tyler Hero. And it does not fit all that well with Shaden Sharp and, and Simons and Scoot. But that just could be the that just could be it, and it could be just an underwhelming. You hear this? You hear the disappointment in my voice. It's just going to be an underwhelming package, I think, coming back for the Blazers after all these years. Well, that's what happens when you go years and yeah. years and years along. Like this is True. Joe Cronin's problem, but it was basically created by Neil Olshay. The writing has been on the wall with Blazers, with the Blazers and Lillard for a couple of seasons, which is why it comes up at every transaction kind of standpoint, right? Is he going to request yeah. out? Is he going to the next team? Every time you kick that down the road. You're losing out on something coming back. Yeah, yeah. I'm 100% with you. You unfortunately should have been doing this trade when Gobert starts getting moved for giant you know, trade packages. You know, Donovan Mitchell and the Jazz blowing it up. I mean, that's when you sort of probably should have leaned into it. And you're getting then that sort of deal where that's sort of dried up now. And uh, you're not getting that. I'm with you, Tass. I mean, there's going to be future picks wherever he ends up going, but not a lot of, like, immediate draft capital, which sort of sucks because that's what the Blazers would want right now. You know, a bunch of bites at the apple in the next couple of drafts because of of Scoot and Sharp. And, uh, and maybe they get those picks by moving Simons. Maybe they get them by moving Grant. Maybe they get them by moving, you know, Nurkic, probably less likely. But um, I think this is, like, this is good for Portland, that he's finally requested a trade. Like, let's go. You got Scoot. He fell in your laps. And (laughs) I do want to, like, step back because I feel like we've convinced ourselves that Scoot Henderson is, like, the next great thing. It's, like, automatic, like, top 20 player in a couple years. Like, okay, he's an undersized uh, bit of a shooter. Um, I hope he is. He sort of holds himself like he is. But uh, we're getting ahead of ourselves probably. But they have to just, like... They're not going to be able to do the two-track, whatever, thread the needle, whatever the hell we were calling that. It was never realistic. So in the end, I'm like, I'm, I'm sort of happy. I, I don't want to speak for Blazers fans. I'm sure some are, like, really disappointed and they'll wait to see what they get back. But at least he's, like, he's he's not sort of holding you hostage anymore, to, to put it sort of bluntly. Because you haven't been good with him for the yep. last two years either. Some of that injury, don't get me wrong, but this is a team that should be in the playoffs. Uh, when, when Damian Lillard's playing at the level he is, and they, they haven't been the last two. So they're leaning into the rebuild because you got Scoot, and they got lucky in that sense. Yeah, in a lot of ways, it's like the Wizards situation with Bradley Beal. They waited way too long, and now it feels at least like they're picking a direction. But uh, unlike the Wizards 
they have prospects yeah in the pipe a, a little bit at least uh mm-hmm. with with a couple guys that could be really good in scoot especially and shade and sharp and hopefully they can turn this uh into something yeah it's going to be refreshing uh next year I, I, blazers fans are already in the chat excited they're excited to see scoot and they should be yeah it, i think yeah the projection for him is yeah it's it's high it's hot they but they should be extremely happy that he fell to three so I think we're going to get a three-way. I think we'll be back on here as a three-way ourselves, talking about a three-way uh, pretty <laughs> soon. Yeah. How soon? Three- is it going to happen today? Because I couldn't believe it. Like I said off the top of this, it's Canada Day. Okay, whatever. We're in the States. You know, It's not like people are waving Canadian flags down here, but it's a big day for us. And it's my wife's birthday, so I'm walking with Nora today. We're talking about free agency last night. We did the live show. Shout out to everybody that joined us live. We had a blast. Uh, a lot was happening. We were live on the air when Van Vliet ultimately picked the Rockets. We're reacting to that. And I tell her, okay, a lot of stuff happened. And there were some things trickling in this morning. And we'll get to them on Monday when, you know, Halliburton and Bain signing contract extensions and stuff like that. The Struce deal, which we didn't talk about. But I'm like, most of it happened. I said, really all that's left? We're just sort of waiting on James Harden and Damian Lillard. And she's like, well, that's going to happen today, right? One of them will be traded today. I'm like, nah, I don't think so. I don't know. I think it'll be a couple days, maybe even a couple weeks. She's like, well, it's my birthday. So Murphy's Law says it's going to happen today. <laughs> she was right. Uh, but the good thing is, at least right now, you know, we got dinner planned tonight. We're going out tonight. So for it to happen, at least him requesting the trade tray, uh, <laughs> early West Coast time when we think about it, um, letting Haynes know and then blasting the email to everybody else, timing could have been worse for, for me, I guess is what I'm getting at here. Yeah, I will say you got to be a little bit nervous about tonight, though. If they're operating on West Coast time, let's say you're going out to dinner, I don't know, 730. 730. Yep. Exactly. That's 430 West Coast time. They're still in the midst of things, but they want to get it done by time for their dinner. So they jam it up. They send in the tray. Yeah. It's 6 o'clock their time. You're like 9 o'clock. You're like, should we get dessert? We got to get dessert. It's your birthday. Yeah. I ordered this cool Sunday. It comes out with a little candle on it. I don't want to waste that. Can can you call it in tomorrow, Joe? Well, please? I think I think Pat Riley being a little bit on the older side, he'll want to get this done East Coast time. <laughs> I'm going earlier. to dinner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know maybe it happens. And look, if it happens while I'm at dinner tonight for Nora, uh, you guys can uh, can handle it, or we can jump on tomorrow morning. Whatever. Um, we will see, but uh, I couldn't believe it. She called it. She said, no, that means it will happen today. And no, he hasn't been traded yet, but hey, look, as we can see here with people joining us live, uh, people are pretty pumped about the official trade request from Portland. Hit the like button if you are joining us live and make sure you subscribe. Uh, we really appreciate that. Uh, it's Troy Murphy's Law. I think it will happen <laughs> soonish. I, I oh. doubt it's today, but, uh, but I do. Well, I don't think it's today, but... Uh, you, the uh, moves that Miami made yesterday, as you guys said, it's clear. They know that this was a possibility, and they've they've known they they've they've you know uh, moved around the margins the last couple of years. Oh, let's try this Victor Oladipo thing, but now they're swinging big, mm-hmm. and it doesn't feel dirty at all. I, I know there's there's people here in the in the stream team. Saying, oh, you're moving the goalposts. Why aren't you upset about it like Kevin Durant going to the Golden State Warriors? 
it's so different going to a, a champ versus going to this team that feels like they overachieved going to the finals uh, that, you know, worked to the best of their capabilities. And now a guy who wants out, you know, it feels a lot more like Garnett leaving the wolves and it feels, yeah, it doesn't feel dirty. It doesn't feel as, as, yeah, as, uh, as wrong as, as the Durant move felt. So did I don't it, think Damian Lillard say he wouldn't go to the heat if they had won the title. Am I crazy? Or was that like a, a thing that was actually said, or maybe that was just you like might a be right. Twitter thing. Yeah, who knows? Said. Yeah, but was I, that a butt crack sports job? I could, I could have got butt cracked on that one. Very possible. Uh, all right, that's, well, the let's only, start with... that's the only Twitter account that's working right now. Actually. Yeah. Butt crack. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, look, suddenly yesterday you couldn't like embed tweets into anything, and uh, you know we were sharing them in Slack. They usually give you the preview of the tweet. That didn't work anymore. Um, I guess he wants you to sign up, eh? That what Musk wants. Um, <laughs> But anyway, let's uh, let's call it here. Again, if you joined us live here on Saturday, happy Canada Day to you. Uh, hit the like button. Subscribe. That's all we ask. Uh, we will be back for sure on Monday, and we'll wait to see what happens here with James Harden and, of course, uh, Damian Lillard and whether or not he makes his way to the Miami Heat uh, later today, tomorrow, whatever. So make sure you subscribe so you know when we're going live. Hit that little bell button so you know get the the notifications all you podcast listeners leave your boys a five-star rating and review and uh guys great to see you i'm glad everybody could jump on appreciate that and uh yeah any final thoughts here from anybody you guys want a clipper bros i guess let's go clipper bros because maybe he'll be included in a trade <laughs> oh. for dame or harden <laughs> now that's a young prospect you heard it here first have a great time turn up love you guys awesome that would be a get that'd be a huge get a prospect <laughs> like that Room to grow. Be incredible. Charismatic, right, buddy. Would, would they hold back the other Clipper bro? I mean, because there are bros. <laughs> there are bros. We only, we only know s- one. Yeah, I really. don't know. They're sort of a package deal, so yeah, I think yeah. you get them both. I think you, I think if you're the Blazers, you have to be aggressive in asking for both of them. Uh, or Philly, I guess. Uh, okay, guys, we'll see you when we see you. Take care, everybody. Peace. Peace. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10. Place your first bet on any game and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.